0: Today's call was prompted by several people uh, running into this excuse or this objection. I just want to quote. And uh, Danielle was one of those agents. So we role-played at the time, and she had been with a different marketing company a number of years ago, and had kind of stepped away from insurance and got back again. But as we role-played, it brought back a flood of memories of some of the training that she had gone through. And as she did it, I made the comment. I said, man, I wish we'd have recorded this because this is something that a lot of other people other than you would like to hear. And so today's call is an attempt to change how our agents think, how we think, not change what we think, because how we think can be a game changer. So Danielle, if you would um, hop on here with us, and uh, I'd like for you to be that person you know, that gave you that objection. So if I'll go ring, 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 and you answer, and then you take on the role of that person, we'll just kind of see where this goes. Now, I'm going to role play with her now, but then after we're finished, I'm going to go back and go through the notes that I put together in a mock role play of how I would deal with some of this. And I'm going to point out some of the questions that I ask and why and where that leads to. So Danielle, are you ready? I am. Well, we can hear you perfectly clearly. Uh, I'll go ring, 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 and you be that agent or that client. Sure. Let's go. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Hello. Yes, Danielle. Danielle. Is this she? Uh, this is Dick Sylvester. I'm calling about your mortgage with SunTrust Bank. So our records indicate that mortgage protection has not been taken care of yet. I need a little more information to give you a quote. Do you have just a moment? Um, yes, just a little bit, not too long. And you want a quote? That's where we're going with this. Yes. Uh
1: huh.
0: Okay. Well, well I, I understand.
1: Want- yes. I just want to quote. I don't really want anything. Really, I'm just, you know, shopping around to see what's out there. So well, um, well, do you have a quote that. for me?
0: I do. Uh, it's going to take me some time to put it together, but I understand you want to quote, but let me ask you this. What were you trying to accomplish with your request that you made for this mortgage protection coverage?
1: Well, you know, I'm just wanting to, if something happen. You know, um, I would like to have some, you know, something on the house and something to help also if I can't make the payment, something.
0: But I didn't really
1: give it too much. I mean, I have a friend who is doing it, so that's why I'm calling to ask you just for a quote. So.
0: Okay, well, God forbid you needed this coverage six months or a year from now. What would this insurance money be used for?
1: Well, it would be used to what? you know, paying off the house.
0: Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, This quote that we're looking at, what if you didn't come home because of a car wreck or heart attack next month or next year, what does the first day of the following month look like for your family? Uh, Could your your spouse make half the mortgage payments? Could they make a fourth of the mortgage payments?
1: You know what? I never thought about it that way. Um I really don't know how to answer this. Um, I never thought about it that way. I'm well, sure they won't be
0: able to a, make the payment.
1: I'm pretty like sure if we put
0: together it. a plan that paid off half the mortgage, could your surviving spouse make the other half of the mortgage payment on their own? If we reduce the payment in half?
1: So that, that would be feasible.
0: Um, he would okay. be able to. All right. Well, let me ask you this. If we covered half the payment, now who's going to pay for the utilities, the water bill, the light bill, the phone bill? Uh, how are we going to buy groceries since your income is gone? And, or should we maybe take that into consideration? Well, I didn't
1: think about that either. Um, it would be it, it would be very difficult for him to make the half of his I mean, of the payment plus and or pay for other things.
0: So, I guess we have to take that into consideration also. All right now, taking into consideration that we are going to keep your spouse and family in the house. How much a month would that be worth in terms of uh the protection for your family? Are we looking at a dollar a day? Are we looking at two dollars a day? Are we looking at three dollars a day? What would be an amount that you feel would be comfortable to make sure we kept the family in the house?
1: Well, we could try with two
0: dollars a day and see what that
1: looks like. And then Okay, so
0: if we can get a plane that's going to be two dollars a day, that's something you feel you could work with and the the benefits from that two dollar a day savings program would definitely be worth it to you and your family
1: most certainly, most certainly okay
0: all right now, I hope on the call here uh you kind of gathered where we were going with this because now what I've established i've I've established a price little fit. And what we've exposed is the pain that the family would experience without having this coverage. Because, guys, you know, no, nobody we call is looking for another monthly payment. They're not looking for more payments. they got enough of those. But what they are looking for is a benefit that is in their best interest and no one else's. Keeping Danielle's family in the house became important when we pointed out what life would look like without her income. So that became a value to the family. Now, the key to it is, how much value is that? If she had said $10 a month, then we could have moved on quickly. If she would have said $200 a month, then we can come in real low and or offer her a money-back plan, but it gives you a feel for kind of where we're going. Danielle, I want to thank you for that. I'm going to go through kind of my notes now with some of the questions that I ask and and what the purpose of those questions is and how that can lead you to the next step, okay? Yes, sir. my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, The title of today's call is The Difference in Giving a Quote Versus Selling. And providing a quote, guys, and I hope you kind of gather this as you're on the phone with clients, providing a quote does not move people to take any action. Now, unfortunately, many clients feel that shopping for a quote is taking action. They really believe that. You know, many times that's why they don't buy because they're in the process of taking action. They're going to get several quotes. Whether they ever exercise any of those quotes and buy anything at this point is inconsequential because they feel like in their mind and their heart that they are protecting their family. We've got to understand that. So when they say, I just want to quote, you know, then my re- response is, I understand that, but what are you trying to accomplish with this request? What would that money be used for? because, see, we've got them to get them into thinking in terms of I have to come up with a price, I have to establish a value, and I have to see how it's going to benefit me. Now, what does the first of the month look like when all your bills are due again? Well, not good. You know. Well, when they say not good, don't stop right there. Well, what does that mean? Could the family make half the mortgage payment? Could they make a fourth of the payment, you know, and then pointing out, well, they could have half the payment. Now, immediately they think that's plenty, but I'm going to throw another question in there that's going to provoke it even more to take action, like I did with, with Danielle just a moment ago. Okay, so we cover half the mortgage payment. We reduce your mortgage payment to less than rent. Now, that phrase is important in there because yes that's what i want my payment now is now less than rent but we have another problem that i want to bring up i want to i want to stick that that fork in just a little bit deeper here because i want to make sure when i do give them a price they know we're giving a lot of benefit to them okay so we cover we reduce your payment to less than rent by cutting it in half but who's going to pay for the utilities um, who's gonna cover the phone bill? How are we gonna buy groceries? You know. And 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 Danielle's response was that deer in the headlight response. See, I never went over this with her. These were new questions, and that's why I wanted it that way. I didn't want her prepared to answer my question. I wanted her to be uncomfortable because that's what I want the client to be, uncomfortable. So when we ask that question, I hadn't thought of that. That was, you know, that may have seemed like an inadequate response on your part, but that was exactly what we were looking for because they haven't given any thought to that. You know, these questions, they make all the difference in the world. Now, when I asked that question a moment ago about uh, should we uh, take that into consideration if they say no to that question, that tells me in my mind they said no to buying more insurance, but they're confirming yes to the, reducing the payment in half. So these are all things that come into play there. Now, if the client is under 65, and then we have the option of using foreclosure protection if we need it. Now, we don't go into foreclosure protection as long as they're going along with us, and the answers are all confirming, yes, we need to move forward, we need to buy the insurance, boom, we're going to go there. But if you get some resistance, you know, if she would given me resistance, the $60 a day, then what I'm going to do there is is that person is telling me, I I care about the mortgage, but I don't care enough about my family to make sure I keep them in the house. See, a lot of people feel that way. I'm dead. I'm, I'm not willing to take on a payment because I'm dead. It's not my problem. That will surprise you how many folks actually feel that way. However, I'm going to convert it through the foreclosure protection uh, discussion to their problem because if he's battling cancer or she's battling cancer and they can't work for six months to a year, the last thing they want to do is face foreclosure in addition to battling cancer or a heart attack. So now I've pivoted. I've flipped the switch on them. I've flipped the script. I've made it more about them than the family. Now, if they're over 65, that doesn't work. And for those – got a lot of brand new people on the call here today. For those of you that don't know what that is, we have a, um, a rider that's free on many of our products, not all, but on many of our products we call living benefits. And what those li- living benefits are, they are a provision that will make the payment on the house – excuse me, they are a provision that will give you a lump sum of money if you're diagnosed with cancer, stroke, heart attack, and a few other diseases. Well, I don't call them living benefits. I call them foreclosure protection because that is what it does. If you've got a $100,000 policy with AMM and you're diagnosed with stage 3 cancer and they're willing to send you $50,000 today instead of $100,000 when you die, and it keeps you in your house and keep you from losing your home due to foreclosure that's what it is now why don't i call it living benefits for a couple of reasons living benefits are what they are but that doesn't move people to action oh it's going to give me some no it's going to keep me in my house and keep me from losing my home for foreclos- due to foreclosure that's what it does plus the fact they can't call their state farm all state prudential or new york life agent or their friend next door who sells insurance, and say, hey, have you got living benefits? Yeah, we got those. Oh, then they don't need Dick Sylvester anymore. But if they call their state farm, uh, all-state New York Life or Prudential agent and say, hey, does your insurance have foreclosure protection? No, we don't We don't have any foreclosure protection with ours. It eliminates the, the easy opportunity for them to shop me. Now, um, let me give you an example on why they just want to quote. Well, the main reason they want to quote is so that they can compare price, you know, either with what they have at work or with another agent. Guys, that's the elephant in the room. I mean, who wants to be sold something? You give them a price and they say yes to it. No, they they want to be sold. Now, going back, I just want to quote because I have life insurance on my job. Please, let me repeat that. I just want to quote because I have life insurance on my job. Please resist the temptation to tell them all the things that are wrong with workplace group insurance. I mean, that's a trap they're setting for you. I like to set traps, but I like to be ones that catch them, not me. And that's one they've set for you. Ask them instead... Go this direction. Ask them, well, will they let you have any more insurance at work? Well, see, that's a question they're not prepared for. Uh, Well, I don't know. They were getting ready to spring it on you, but you flipped the script on them. Well, yes, uh, I, I don't know. Well, the good news is get all the insurance on your job that they will allow you to buy without doing blood work. Now, let me explain something to you, Mr. and Mrs. Client. Work insurance is so dirt, dirt, dirt cheap, you can't afford not to buy it. However, the reason it's so inexpensive is it's priced to go away 11 years before you die. And people look at me like I've got two heads. Well, what do you mean? How do they know when I'm going to die? Well, we don't know when you're going to die, but it's priced – so that some things will happen in your life so that you won't be there to collect on it when you need it, and for example, if somebody has cancer and they can't work for a year battling their cancer, how many times are they allowed to keep their job most of the time they're not now, if you ask old George selling this insurance, hey if i get if I leave this job, can I take it with me? Oh yeah, yeah, you can take it with you, but what they don't tell you is when you leave that position you're allowed, it's like COBRA, you're allowed to keep that insurance for 13 months. The good news is you're allowed to keep it for 13 months. There's two bad newses that go with that good news. The first bad news is it's no longer priced as a group insurance. It's priced as a standalone. And the second bad news is, you know, if you live 14 months in a day, there's no coverage. And when people understand that, now they're starting to realize, and so we follow up, you know, with with this situation here. There's no coverage if you die 14 months in a day. Most people in your situation want to get a plan that they can take with them that will be there when they need it. Does that make sense to have a plan for you that would be there when you need it, no matter what happens to your health over the next several years? See, that question is another one. This leads them to taking action to get something. Now they may say, No, it doesn't make any sense at all. Great. At that point in time you can cut you know, and move on. You you know either way, well however they answer that, it's nice to know because now you're not gonna invest any more energy in that client. Move on to somebody that you can find that you can help. Conversely, more times than not when they realize that this plan, it does make sense and it leads them one more step closer to making a decision. See, these questions leading uh, lead them to seeing their pain without your coverage. And who likes pain? Nobody. So if you can show them a way that's affordable, that eliminates this pain in the future, you've got a much better chance of making a sale. See, it becomes their conclusion, and it's their conclusion that leads them to to take action. Now, let's go back to the the statement. Just give me a quote. How many times have you all heard this? I know what I want. How much is a 20-year term for $100,000? And my response would be, I just ran the numbers. It's $46.12 a month. There's no move to action. Their response is, okay, I will get back with you. See, if all you're selling is price, and your hope is your $46.12 is at least a dollar or $2 less than anybody else has given them. But if they're shopping price, what are they going to do? Look for a lower price. So that response is why those of you that are doing that, giving these quotes, are not making sales versus how about going this route. Okay, I know you want 100000 of 20-year term. I understand that, but my question to you is, do you want a plan where the insurance company takes all the risk in the underwriting process or you take all the risk through a deep dive looking through all your medical records and doing blood work? See, 50% of the clients that do a deep dive, when their rates come back, they either pay more or they're declined. So when you ask that question well, I, uh, I think I want the insurance company to take the risk. Well, next question, do you want to look at a plan that has a foreclosure protection feature included? Well, nine times out of ten guys, they've never heard that before. Because, I mean, many of you know that I've worked for four different companies that do this. None of them use foreclosure protection benefit as a benefit. Very few people at Equus even use it. It's something that we worked up through the Sylvester team, because I don't talk about what things are on rare occasion. Most of the time, I talk about what those things do, and living benefits do protect you from foreclosure protection. That's what they do. So when you when you pose that question, they're thinking, well, "What do you mean?" And the best thing that could happen is they ask you that question. Well. And if they don't, you can follow up with, have you ever known anybody who had cancer, stroke, or heart attack and they couldn't work for an extended period of time, say six months to a year? And most everybody, if they're younger, they're going to know a family member or a friend of their parents or somebody. But let's roll it now. Let's, put, let's paint a picture and let's paint them into this picture so that they see the pain themselves. Let's roll the hands of time ahead 10 years from now. You have a battle with cancer that you win, but you couldn't work for six months to a year. Danielle, how would you make your house payment? If you didn't get a paycheck for a year, George, how would you make your house payment? Well, I couldn't. Would it be important to you, go back to the question again, would it be important to you to have a plan that would give you twenty-five to $50,000 in a lump sum so that you can make your house payments for a year, and all you had to focus on was getting better. You wouldn't have to worry about losing your house due to foreclosure. Would that be important to you? Again, if the answer is yes, we move forward with the sale. If the answer is no, it's time to cut bait and move on. But these questions are designed to lead them one more step toward taking action. Now, some of you on the call here have been confronted with, the idea that you sold simplified issue products that have these benefits with no medical records and you've lost business because somebody came in behind you and offered a fully underwritten case and took the business away from you. Nine times out of ten, if we go back and take the time to explain the difference in a deep dive with blood work and the risk And the non-deep dive and the value and the benefits, that policy is issued in three to five business days versus four to six weeks. That policy doesn't uncover or disclose things that may be in your medical history or may be in your blood work, and you're going to get the coverage. A number of years ago, when, when the market was hot Mortgages were going up like crazy. I was running into a lot of people in my my territory at the time that had three hundred and eighty to four hundred thousand dollar mortgages. Literally had make an offer to buy a house in April. By the time the house was built and they moved into in August, it was worth ninety to a hundred thousand more than they paid for it. I mean, it was just crazy. And I went in and I started offering the people an opportunity to get two hundred and fifty thousand of coverage where the insurance company took all the risk and 380,000 where they took the risk by doing the blood work. And explaining just the risk alone, 70% of the people said, no, 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 no. I don't want the 380, even though it's the same price as 250. I'll take the 250 and let the company take the risk. Now, one thing we do know people that take an insurance exam and do blood work. of them will be rated or declined. So I reduced the number or the percentage of my clients to only 30% of the people said, I want to do the blood work. And yes, I lost half of them. But when you figure that out, I really only lost 15% of my business. I didn't lose 50% because the other 70% took a plan where they did where they weren't taking the risk. So all of these things come into play for you, and there's ways that you can ask questions that will lead them to a plan that better suits their needs, their budget, that you can get issued versus going in blanketly trying to beat everybody on price, because frankly, if you try to win on price, you will usually lose on price because they'll find something a little less that doesn't have the benefits that you find.